Hi, my name is Kyle Lemoyne. I'm a student at the University of Rhode Island, and I have Amy Singler here, a local restorationist. Amy, do you want to just tell us what your job title is and some of your experience that you've had? Sure thing. Yeah, um, I am a director of the restoration program at American Rivers. Um, I also jointly work managing river restoration projects for the Nature Conservancy's Connecticut River Program. My background is actually very much in this work. Um, I've been working for about 20 years on river outreach and restoration. Um, I have a Bachelor of Science from the University of Rochester in ecology and a Master of Science from the Nelson Institute of Environmental Studies at the University of Wisconsin. Great. <clears throat> what was some uh, previous work that you've done before you got to the position that you're at right now? Yeah. When I was first out of college, I worked for about eight years for the state of Massachusetts in their state rivers program. And um, the first uh, the first several years, a lot of what I was doing was working across Massachusetts with um, local communities and helping local groups form these ad hoc stream teams. Um, stream teams, in short, are, are really just groups of volunteers working to figure out what their local streams need to be healthy and then identifying those kinds of projects, building an action plan, and working on everything from um, outreach and education, letting people know what the streams are in town, um, doing cleanups. Uh, we would always start with doing a shoreline survey, so the volunteers would, would walk the stream and identify some of the problems, identify the resource needs, and then kind of the sky was the limit from there. They would build, build trails, they'd put up signs, again, as I said, doing um, stormwater work, all sorts of things. So it was a really great introduction and kind of start of my career because I got to spend a lot of time with people and get a feel for what people do and don't understand about rivers. And I also learned a lot about rivers and um, river conservation, protection and restoration. Because I think when you're moving through, you know, high school and college, you sort of learn a lot at a kind of um, academic level. And even if you're spending time in the field, but then when you really get out on rivers and working across Massachusetts, the streams are all really different. The communities are all really different. Um, and you get a feel for what's going on on the ground or what's not going on. And so I learned a lot about water quality issues that I didn't understand previously. Um, I saw a lot of streams, so it was no longer academic. I got to spend a lot of time with, with people and, and on rivers. And then it was kind of from there, um, I was doing volunteer trainings surrounding road stream crossings. And we helped design some of those crossings and we were identifying and developing new standards for how roads when they cross streams, how they impact those streams and what we can do to make those better. Um, and it was actually through that work that I was doing more technical work and found myself really wanting to understand more about that. And that was actually what led me to graduate school, was to go and get a, a more technical degree in uh, river restoration. But I think having that kind of, um, those those first few years, just being able to do a lot of work and um, was, was a really great learning opportunity for me. That's a really good point. Uh, did you have any specific favorite projects that you have worked on or are working on right now? So through graduate school, I went and I got a, my degree was really in river restoration, some of the policies, some of the technical and scientific and engineering background as well. Um, and so since then, I've really been doing a lot of, um, a lot of dam removal specifically around river restoration. So I'll kind of divide. <laughs> I had worked on this project actually uh, before I went to graduate school, which was a culvert replacement. Culverts are, are just the pipes that rivers and streams flow through. I got a chance to really start a project from the ground up and um, work with engineers to design that project. It was in, it's in Worthington, Massachusetts. And it's pretty cool to sort of have this thing that I helped 
the community design and build and raise the money for for that project. So that was that was a really cool experience and kind of a really nice starting point for me on some of that. But then since graduate school, I've been doing more dam removal as dam removal has really taken off. Um, and the project I'm working on right now, actually, uh, it's three dam removals in Surbridge, Massachusetts on Hammett Brook. There's been times I thought the project was going to break me. <laughs> it's been, it's had its challenges. But what I really love about this project in particular is that it's in a public conservation area. The town owns the conservation area and uh, along with um, an easement with the Division of Fish and Wildlife for Massachusetts. And it's three dams. Um, it's three quarters of a mile of stream that's being restored. And because it's a public area that the public use for recreation, for you know decades to come, people are going to be able to see these these rivers as they change and take shape and the restoration that happens. Um, and so that connection with the opportunity for for a lot of people to see these projects is kind of what's making it really exciting for me right now. What do you think some of the biggest challenges are? doing restoration projects like that or some of the biggest gaps that we really still need to fill? Um, yeah, it's a good question. You know, I think dam removal and a lot of river restoration work, it's really new to a lot of people. It's definitely new to the average public. So there's there's some scientific gaps. There's also just some public gaps in, in understanding. And that's um, the public's understanding about, about rivers and how rivers work and how rivers are so dynamic. You know, our communities have really built up around these rivers. And so we're used to them being a certain way. And as we're seeing a lot of, a lot of higher flows and our infrastructure is really aging, we're seeing some are, we're seeing communities and people having to recognize that the, it's not always going to be the way that it has been for the last 50 or 100 years. Um, and so in the cases of dams that have been there in, in New England, in many cases for um, over 100 years, um, the public understanding of that, that river could be different and what it might look like is a real challenge from the public perspective. And then kind of similarly, from a regulatory and scientific perspective, some of the challenges are that because we've only recently, really within the last 20 years, been doing a lot of dam removal, um, our understanding of how these ecosystems change after we remove the dams, it's its a little bit new. I hesitate to say that it's, that it's too new, but really in terms of a lot of research that's gone into it and a lot of, pub, a lot of published literature, it's definitely a newer field. And so for the regulators, um, there's sometimes challenges where from a permitting and regulatory perspective, there's uncertainty about what these projects are going to look like afterwards. And so that's a challenge that we're, I think that we're definitely overcoming as we get more projects done, as we have more monitoring um, and more scientific study about these projects. So at the same time, the public's coming to have an understanding of river restoration, dam removal. The, the academic and policy community is also kind of um, taking shape around that similarly. That's some great insight. I think we'll do one more question. For the future, I mean, I know there's a lot of people, including myself, that are interested in this kind of work. Do you have any specific advice you could give to uh, students in school right now or recent graduates? Yeah, I get this question a lot, and I feel like I don't have as good of an answer as I'd like um, because there's so many people interested in this work, and I think that's fantastic and that's really exciting. Um, I feel like the there's a need for a lot of people, and one of some of the challenges is that a lot of organizations, we haven't been able to, to hire more people even though we need more people, So, which is to say that um, I'm ever hopeful that we're going to be able to increase the number of jobs out there because I do, I do think that it is a growing field. In terms of advice, I think for me, I, I really liked working before I went to graduate school. Um, I know that that's really hard right now because there's not a lot of jobs, so a lot of jobs are, requir are requiring graduate degrees. Um, but I really felt like when I, by the time I went to graduate school, because I'd worked for over seven years, 
when I got to school, I was able to really able to tailor my studies. And I think I so thoroughly enjoyed graduate school because I, I was sort of coming from a working perspective of where I'd been applying information and then figuring out how I could learn more to build on that and what was going to be the most useful for me when I then kind of went out and was able to work. That was just really, really fun for me. Um, and I think, I think I got a lot out of school because I did that. Uh, certainly not to say that anyone needs to take eight years um, off, but it was a great period of time for me, and I really went back to graduate school when I when I was ready to do something a little bit new and a little bit different and really build build up my expertise before I came back to being able to work and continue to do the work. So that time, if you can, and uh, get your feet wet, um, get your hands dirty, uh, have a bit of a feel for kind of the broader the broader range of um, issues, and then when you go to school, it kind of gives you that perspective. Yeah, that's a pretty sound advice. I think that'll about wrap up the interview for now. Uh, okay. Amy, I can't thank you enough, and it's been my pleasure to talk with you and conduct this. Yeah, thanks so much for your interest, and um, good luck.